God bless you as you're finding your seat. Thank you so much. It's a great opportunity to, to be back here at New Life. I live in Austin area, Cedar Park, and it's this morning there was no traffic on 35. Can I get a witness? Amen. <laughs> Which actually got us here in an hour and 18 minutes from Cedar Park. That's, that's pretty good. So, and it's good to have my wife, Cindy. Cindy, would you just kind of wave? It's good to have her with us. And my daughter, Gracie, and Sean. Sean, her friends, good to have all of y'all. And uh, Gracie's probably in the restroom. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it's a, it's a blessing. My daughter works with me, actually, uh, with my wife and I in a business that we have there in, in Georgetown. And um, it's just great to be able to work with your family you know, all day long. You know, people ask us all the time, how do you work with your spouse? And how, how do you work with your spouse? How do you work with them? And I just say that, well, God bless you. Amen. It's good to be here today. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually really wonderful. We have a lot of fun, kid each other quite a bit, and it uh, keeps things fresh, you know, and we have our little things that we say among the customers. <laughs> Speaking of customers, uh, we had a customer come in yesterday, and uh, my daughter and I were standing there, and he just said, you know, I'm really not getting a lot of sleep right now. Somebody is feeding my cat inside my house. There's no, I don't live with anybody, and uh, something keeps rattling my bed, and, and uh, I don't think the spirit's mad at me or it's going to hurt me, but uh, he just said, you know, I can't sleep. And he said, man, I've had my priest come over and sprinkle and do a little this and that. Now, folks, you think that, that people of the Catholic faith are not spiritual. They are. There are people that actually believe in that faith that spirits, demonic things can happen, and so therefore they pray against them. And sometimes they'll have people come over and do what they call a house blessing. But the Lord instructed me to look him right in the eye and to tell him, this isn't about the cross you're going to be wearing that we're fixing at the jewelry store we own. It's not about that. He goes, yeah, I know. I said, it's about you having the power of the name of Jesus and using that power in his name. And he goes, you know what? You're right. I mean, there wasn't anything that was like um, transforming or changing in that moment for him. It was, he just said, you know, you're right. And right when he said that, it made my, my daughter and I, as we're standing there, realize he already knows what he's got to do. He already knows the truth, that the power is in the name. But in his exercise in his life right now, he's just choosing not to use it. So here he already knows. And folks, I've never met this man in my life. He was a first-time customer. And he's telling me about his bed shaking, and, and I'm thinking... I've never had that happen to me, you know, about, you know, cats being fed, you know, and nobody's in there but him. No, definitely nobody's feeding my cat. You know why I don't have one? I'm a dog person. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> I'm just kidding all you cat people, man. I <laughs> but, uh, but I realized that it was a confirmation of what we would be talking about today. I'd like to preach a message called Rewire for a Reset. Rewire for a Reset. Now, there's some things that we are called to do 
that specifically we know that we've got to do. This is one of those things today. I know I've got to bring this message to us as a body here in, in this church at New Life so that we can rewind for a reset. I don't know if you've heard some of the talking heads on TV and how they're talking about the world being in a reset. In other words, things are changing and going back to the original place. Brother Mills and I were talking. He said, if you think about it, I was talking about doing a reset on a VCR or on a TV. When you push that reset button, what happens? Everything goes back to the beginning. Clears everything. It changes everything back to the very beginning of where those, those controls were. A rewind for a reset. And so today, we will be focusing on forgiveness. Forgiveness. It's part of the process to be able to reset in a rewind. So I'd like for us to go to Matthew 5.44. And as you're turning there to Matthew 5.44, I want to say that today is going to be an exceptional time in ministry, the end of the service, as you have an opportunity to let the Lord have his way. And everybody said amen. All right. Matthew 5.44 says this. Let's start with 43. You start with 44, I'll start with 43. If you have heard that it is said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. Has anybody heard that? So the world, in the way that we live our lives, you love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That's, what, that's kind of what we feel. You know, you hate your enemy, you're going to hate them and, and not accept them. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for them that persecute you. Now, what did Jesus just say? Jesus just said, I tell you to pray for your enemy. Now, that's in the red letter edition. <laughs> that's, it's, it's red right here. When you're reading that, it's like Jesus said that. Jesus said, our Lord, our Father, he said, I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Those that want evil for you. There's one particular person in my life, in my family, that was an enemy. And I had the opportunity to call them about a week and a half ago and say, I want you to forgive me for anything I did. Now, your question would be, well, what did you do? I don't know what I did. The Bible tells us to go to the person if they have an ought against you or there's a problem. You go to them and you ask for forgiveness. So not knowing what I was going to ask forgiveness for, I just said, I want you to forgive me. My brother and I had not spoken in almost five years. Almost five years did not speak. Now, the interesting thing is, is there really wasn't a problem between me and him. The problem was within a middle brother, another brother that we have, that's in between us in age. He was the problem that caused so much friction and heartache in our family. He was the one that was determined to put my older brother behind bars. He was the one that was determined to not believe anything he'd ever been taught about the Lord and to go into a religion, in a pantheistic religion, pantheism as they call it. The worship of the moon, stars, rain, and sun. And this brother that I called was the middle brother. And just said, 
I want to tell you, immediately when I spoke that to my brother, I had to ask myself, what was the problem? <laughs> what was the problem here? What was the problem between me and him? There wasn't any problem between me and him, but it stemmed from the problem of my older brother and some of the things that he had done to our family. What the Lord showed me in that minute, in that moment in time right there, is you just presented yourself as me. You just gave yourself to, me, to him as if it was me walking up to him. I just represented Jesus to my brother. Hallelujah. So in Scripture, we read back and we see that it says, we pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your Father in heaven. You're exercising who you are in Christ by doing this one thing in obedience. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and send rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. The rain of life, the things that cause problems for us many times, it rises and it falls on the just and the unjust. Think about that. <laughs> the Lord said, you will have trouble. You will have trouble in persecution. You will have trouble in your life. You are going to have sickness. You are going to have these things happen to you as a child of God. So I'm thinking that if anybody ever preaches prosperity in the way that you're never going to have any trouble, you're never going to have any problems, you're never going to experience things if you know the Lord, that's not true. And sometimes it's as if we try to pray against those things that the Lord's using for his good, not that he wants us to be in trouble, but he uses those things for his good, and we try to run away from them. Now, please don't misinterpret that I'm saying that we should always try to be in trouble. Or like one person told me, Ricky, you just need to create problems in your business so that you can correct them for your people so the people can see you because bad news is only no news. Man, that's crazy. I don't want people hating on me. But believe it or not, bad news God uses because no news is bad news. All news is good news. And that also relates to our life. Even the bad and the mess that we have wallowed in in our life, God uses it for the good. For he's no respecter of persons. He's going to use that situation that you're in if you'll just let him. If we let the Lord shine in the midst of our darkness, in the time that we're going to see the great light, we're going to see what he's doing in that midst. So now I'm looking for every opportunity to ask somebody for forgiveness. I call my mom. Mom, I love you. Well, son, I love you too. Oh my gosh, the weight just fell off. Something had been trying to get into my family, and it just fell off. Right when I told her, I love you. I don't feel any more weights, no more problem, just because I told her I love her. This is powerful, amen? You are about to release people. You're going to release them in so many areas, but in the one area of forgiveness will absolutely change your life. And everybody said amen. If you could go to 1 John 1, 9, I want us to look at this scripture. The first, there's three things we want to talk to you about today, how to rewire for a reset. And the first scripture is 1 John 1, 9, and that is forgiven. 1 John 1, 9, and there, oh, here we go. 
If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Done. Confess it? Done. Say it? Done. Trust me, if you don't love the Lord, you're not going to confess it. If you don't want to get closer to the Lord, you're not going to confess your sins. Meaning that when you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and ask for forgiveness, he is faithful and just to purify and forgive us of our sins. That's amazing. Which means in a moment time that I speak it, and first of all is recognizing it. I recognize what I've done. Lord, forgive me. But in the context of this, the Lord's saying that forgiveness of sins comes to people that ask. When a person asks for forgiveness, it comes. Somebody here today, it may be your very first time to ask the Lord to forgive you of your sins. It may be your very first time. If that's you today, we congratulate you. You are the reason why we are here. Because we were just like you at one time, sitting in a pew somewhere, sitting in a chair, hearing the word of God, needing to hear the pure truth of what it really means to be saved. And then you heard the words to repent of your sins. I remember I was eight years old when I first repented of my sins. Don't think our children are not listening, amen? But if you repent of your sins, the Bible says he is faithful and just to forgive you of all of your sins. That means past. That means present. That means future. That means everything that's ever going to happen in the way that tries to trip you up to cause or say something you shouldn't say or do something you shouldn't do, the Lord is there to forgive you with confession. And everybody said amen. So the reconciliation of Christ was him on the cross. He died on the cross for our sins. We've heard that many times. He came to reconcile himself to us. And he did it in the form of a man, which is Christ Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, he said what? He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. What an amazing scripture to think that Jesus Christ claimed to be God. Do you know that was the reason why the Jewish people, they killed him. The Pharisees went out to kill him because he claimed to be what? God. He said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. In fact, Jesus not only said that, but he said, I am. And from the Old Testament, when you said, I am, that means you were God. <laughs> That's amazing. So Jesus Christ dies on the cross for our sins to be the mediator between us and the Father, the Spirit, the Father. And in that time, we either reject or we accept. Most of us have accepted now it's our opportunity to do what? It's our opportunity to walk in the Spirit, walk in the Spirit daily, trust in the Lord, doing the will of God by hearing the voice of God, which is the reason why many religions are falling apart, falling by the wayside. Why are churches and religions falling away? And let me tell you why. Because the pastor never taught them to listen to the voice of God. When you listen to the voice of the Lord, every single one of us, there's a supernatural meshing of the Spirit. Supernaturally, the body comes together. The reason the Lord designed it this way is because why? He hates religion. 
He hates anything that's formed of man. He wants it only formed of himself. He wants to be right in the center of every decision and everything we say and everything we do. He wants to be the reason that when we wake up in the morning, we look to him and we say, Lord, what do you want us to do today? What is it today that you would have me to do? Wherever my hands go, wherever my feet go, I want to go right where you want me to go. I don't want to go any other place. Oh, Lord, I'm faithful to my church. I go to my church every Sunday because that's where you want me to be. I'm faithful to my family because that's where you want me to be. You're doing good. <laughs> Amen. The Lord is rewiring us. Patrick, he's rewiring us for a reset. The reset is, and what will change, is no more religion. No more do it this way and I feel good and I'm okay. That's a lie from the devil. You do certain penance or certain things, or if I attend church or I do this, uh, the things that I'm supposed to do, then I'm okay and secure. Let me tell you something. Your spirit knows that's not true. <laughs> Amen. Your spirit knows it. But what is easy for us to do is to gravitate to that. Why? Because it makes us feel secure. It makes us feel like that we're okay. We all do it. We all try to gravitate to that. We want to get a little closer to the traditions of things because in that way we can justify in our mind that we're doing the will of the Lord. Is that, are, we, are you with me? Amen. So the Lord wanted to bring this to, to us today. Is in forgiveness, it frees you up, up and opens you up to deal with the issues and the problems that are at hand. When there's a change in the mind and the spirit, when there's a change in the spirit from the natural, it's amazing how you start thinking. It's amazing what you start paying attention to. It's amazing of the things that you realize that you're going to say and do because you're being led of the Lord. And then, thank you, Aaron. And whenever you do this, when you're being led of the Lord, you realize that you are trusting in him with all of your heart. And the scripture says that when you trust the Lord Jesus with all of your heart, that means you won't lean to your own understanding. That means that you will acknowledge him in all of your ways, and he will keep your paths straight. Trusting in the Lord with all of your heart is not really easy when you're in the flesh. It's not easy when you're not praying. It's not easy when you're not directing. It's not easy when you're not loving. Trusting the Lord with all of your heart for a daily balance and walking with him is not easy when you're not in the flow. In the majority of our time, we are not in the flow because we're dealing with family, we're dealing with work, we're dealing with issues. And so therefore, we find ourselves just becoming, just being, just going to church to go, just to, to a prayer meeting to go, and without really listening to the Lord. You know why? Because you don't have the confidence that you know him. And without the confidence that you know him, you can't do great exploits. When that man came in yesterday, I thought this would be a great time to lay hands on him, waller him all the way around from one end of the counter to the other. I mean, it doesn't matter anymore, folks. I'm a dead man walking. It doesn't matter what people think. I wouldn't care what a customer thought if they came in and I was praying with that man and we were really getting down to business. 
I've done it before. I'll do it again. It's just exciting whenever you have that opportunity. Lord, you brought that man in today to tell me something that's kind of in my wheelhouse. I'm ready to take care of some business. And the Lord stopped me. It's so good to listen to the Lord. He stopped me. He said, the one thing that I want you to make sure that man knows before he leaves is he is to use my name. Call my name. So I armed him. I armed him. Instead of me going and praying out the spirits, instead of me going and doing something for him, the Lord said, I'm going to give you something to arm him so that when he goes back, he's going to do it, and he's going to see the deliverance himself. So now the one thing he kept going back to, well, I could get my cross, and I could get the priest to come do this, or I could do that. And he kept coming back to one thing, just speak the name Jesus. The reason why the Lord told me that he really doesn't want to do what's going to work is because he'll have to change. He no longer can huddle and coddle that spirit anymore because it's kind of like a rite of passage. Man, I got this thing coming in my house. <laughs> it's feeding my cat and, you know, it's doing this and it's doing that and it's kind of a rite of passage. I got something weird happening. But the whole time he's crying out. What's the answer? When he walks in that room in that house and he speaks the name of Jesus, they all shudder. Now, people say sometimes, if you're new here today, you may say, is that stuff really real? It is. It's amazing. It's amazing that that stuff can be real. Amen. I remember as a good old Baptist boy, when I was 19 years old, youth pastor of a church in, Trent, in Pasadena, Texas, 19 years old. Man, I tell you, we didn't know any better but to go out and tell people about the Lord. Man, our church was right behind the famous Gillies, the honky-tonk called Gillies. And be no, yeah, okay, don't confess. No, it's all right. <laughs> you can. But Gillies, Gillies was a honky-tonk, right? Like Billy Bob's. And, you know, we were just, we didn't know any better. So what did we do? We just went out there and started putting bumper stickers on every one of the cars. Trinity Baptist Church, <laughs> pastor came to me and he said, Ricky, did, did you think about something? And I said, well, Brother Ansley, we went and we took those bumper stickers that were laying up there and we just took them and put them on every one of those cars. Did you think about the fact that somebody would see that and think all of our members goes to Gillies every weekend? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, I'm, he, he said, just a thought. I just wanted you... Somebody said, well, what's wrong with going to Gillies? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with going to Gillies. But <laughs> did you think about that? No, I didn't. So we slipped back over there and started taking them off every weekend. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. But I remember what the Lord showed me about that. Sometimes in wisdom that we don't find in the Lord and we do on our own, can cause confusion. It can cause confusion by not understanding that we are forgiven. Foremost, we're done. Christ came to forgive us of our sins. He did it. Secondly, can we forgive? Matthew 6. Put that up there, please. Matthew 6, 14. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Forgive other people when they sin against you. Your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Now let me ask you, how many people in here know one person in your life that you could ask them to forgive you 
And you could do that right now if you were in front of them. Just lift your hand. Perfect. All right. That's, that's just about at least a third. Now, what if the Lord revealed to you somebody of an offense that you did? Would you be able to do that? You would if you first did it to the person that you already know you're supposed to ask forgiveness. Why? Because it opens you up to a powerful possibility to do anything spiritual. It's amazing for the power that comes to doing this one thing for a reset in our lives is to forgive. Well, Ricky, what if that person is not where I can get to them? It's okay. Just say it out loud. Forgive me. Write a letter. Forgive me. Or what if it's something that's happened a long time ago and you just don't want to bring it back up? Forgive. Find forgiveness. It's saying, though, if you find a person to forgive, the power is in the spoken word to ask. Amen. Power. My, my brother, and I say this carefully, um, but I say this with conviction. My brother was powerful. He was anointed. He was my youth pastor before I was. I loved him with all my heart. Just a great guy. Could really lead. Could really put people in the right direction. But it, he, he turned away from what he knew was truth. So you've heard before that if you're in truth and you know and have an understanding of who the Lord is and you go away from it, that it's possible that you've blasphemed the Holy Ghost. Now, blaspheming the Holy Ghost, to me, takes a whole other meaning than telling God that you've walked away or you're not going to serve him anymore, and especially not living in sin. Living in sin is not blaspheming, really, the Holy Ghost. Blaspheming the Holy Ghost is turning your back to receive anything, saying no, walking away. To me, that's blaspheming the Spirit. And it's causing you to actually leave and walk away. It's amazing that people could actually walk away from the very truth that's given. It's amazing to me to see that people would not follow after the Lord and trust him after what he's done for them. And then we realize in our own personal lives in here that if we walked away in sin, it's just a moment that we say, forgive me, Lord, that he forgives. That's amazing. In a moment's time when we say, Lord, forgive, then that puts you back into the alignment with the Lord. If you've ever felt like you have, you can speak that to the Lord and say, Lord, forgive me if I've ever done anything to cause a breach in our relationship. When we were worshiping today, those songs, weren't they powerful? The words, it releases you. It changes you. It causes you to feel like you can connect to him 100%. Why? Because you trust in him with all of your heart. That's the same thing that will happen today. The power will go before you if there's an anointing to do it. You have to feel that and know that and confident of that. That's why every morning when you wake up, Lord, what is it that you want me to do today? What is it that you called me to do today? This is the day that you have made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. Many people have been deceived by the enemy to think that they can never be loved again by the Lord. Have you ever felt like that before? 
Have you ever felt like that? I can't, I can't get back. There's no way. There's no way that I'm going to be able to get back to where I once was. And I want you to know that that's a lie from the enemy. The enemy tries to speak that to you, and that is a lie. Because the Lord said that all can be forgiven for anything that's been ever said and done, which is powerful. Then wonder when we're under that grace and mercy from the Lord Jesus Christ, then we know that we can be forgiven for all things. Which means in a moment time, my brother, your brother, your sister can repent and say, Lord, I'm coming back. Lord, forgive me of my sins. Lord, change my heart. Change everything about me. I believe that we have walked right up to a gate. And the gate's closed. And that that gate is forgiveness. Once we cross over, you're going to see miracles. You're going to see miracles take place in your life. You're going to see doors open up that have never opened up before. You're going to feel a life change. But Brother Rick, it's hard. It's heavy. It's supposed to be. Because when that burden lifts, you're going to feel so much joy, so much love. You had to go through the experiences that you went through before you could find that experience of his forgiveness. And then today, not only will he forgive you and forgive others, but he's going to give you the path of going forward. Because many of us don't feel like that he would really give us a path going forward. He's going to give you a path to go forward. He's going to show you exactly what you need to do to be able to go forward and be able to take the kingdom. The Bible says in Matthew 5, we go back to that. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for them that persecute you. Who are you going to love today? Who are you going to call today? <laughs> Who are you going to find and say, I love you? And I'm going to trust that the Lord is going to open that up today. Amen. I'd like to ask you something right now. How many of you know that you have the power and the authority through Jesus Christ to lay hands on somebody and God would heal them? Okay, yes. How many of you believe you have the power and authority to lay hands on somebody and God will deliver them from something evil? Amen. Nodding your head, yes. How many of you believe that you've laid hands on somebody that a, 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 a demon or a spirit could come out of that person because you laid hands on them in Jesus' name? How many of you believe that? Now, those of you that just raised your hands, how many of you have never done that? It'll be your first time to ever do it. Thank you. But you believe it, right? Hallelujah. So if you believe it, that it can happen, then now through finding forgiveness and opening up your body and your spirit now, now you have the opportunity to walk right through. Those opportunities are going to come like they never have come before. They're going to bring peace Joy and love like they never have done before in your life when we find that place. Right where you're sitting right now, I'd like for you just to bow your head. I'd like for you just to ask the Lord to speak to you right now. Every head bowed, every head bowed, every eye closed. And I want you to, or if you, if you have that issue that I have sometime, that you better not close your eyes because you'll fall asleep, then just, <laughs> just look down. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> Is that being real? <laughs> yes. Just look down. For those of you that are in here today, 
I'm going to share something with you. In just a moment, I'm going to tell you a story that I think the Lord has given me for this church. And it's something that I think is very powerful. Before we go any further, I want you to be able to identify in yourself right now if this is speaking to you. Tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Listen closely. There was a lady that I saw on the internet the other day that had a deformed arm. Her arm was like swollen up into her elbow. Very deformed. The people of God began to pray for her. And when they started praying for her, her little arm that was bound stretched out completely. The more they praised and worshiped the Lord, the more that it would go out. The more that they would give God the glory, the more that it would stretch out. That arm completely went out on the internet, and I spoke to somebody today about it, and they said they saw it too. Most unbelievable thing that happened. This is what I believe. I believe that many of us in here today have found ourselves being spiritually deformed. Are you with me? We've been spiritually deformed. What has happened is, is you're just playing church. Come on, stay with me now. I love you. We've we just been going through the motions. We haven't really been listening to the voice of the Lord because that takes effort. And it takes commitment. And it takes obedience. And it changes us. Everything that you've ever heard preached at this church is about hearing the voice of the Lord, your identity in Christ. And the way today to find that identity in Christ is to get the deformity out and get healed and get delivered from that deformity. That arm that was deformed in that lady may be your religion. You've been hiding behind who you think you are, but you've been so deformed that you don't really know who you are in Christ because you never had the opportunity to really be Jesus to people. You have people all around you. People all around you looking for you to have authority and to have power. To be everything that you need to be to them like the church should. And it falls by the wayside or it's a hope so. Just like yesterday, I could have messed it up and prayed for that man and the Lord and I missed the whole thing. The one thing that he wanted me to say to him is use my name. My weapon is when you go back to your house, you're going to use my name. There's people in here today, you're no longer going to be spiritually deformed. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're going to be able to stretch your spiritual muscles today for the first thing, and that is forgiveness. It's just one of the things that causes us to come back to Christ. It's just one of the issues that we deal with. But the Lord showed me that this issue, when you get it right, you're going to have the opportunity to really live out that anointed person that you really are, you're about to be free. You're about to be free. Not because I say you're free, because you're about to obey the Word of God. In this atmosphere that we feel right now, it's a very safe place to say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I find the forgiveness. I forgive my mom. I forgive my dad. I forgive my brother. I forgive my sister. I lay it on the line. And what you realize is, is those people were not the ones that were hurting you all along. It was the spirit of the enemy to keep you from knowing who you really are 
in Jesus Christ. Amen. All around this building, you can see the conviction falling. You can see the Lord loving on people today. You can see that. I want you to look right up here just for a moment. Amen. I feel like that I'm about, we're about to have a transition here. And I want you to come up here and I want you to stand here as a representative of somebody that knows they've been forgiven of the Lord and know that they're going to forgive somebody in this altar. So where you won't be deformed. And I want you to maybe call out your deformity. I've been playing church, been religious. I haven't really been listening and walking in the, with the voice of the Lord. I haven't really spoken. I haven't really trusted. If that's you, I want you to come up here. And I want you to find your deliverance today. Come up here. Just, that's it. Just walk up. Amen. 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 And find that place. Is there playing music? These are the people right here today, the warriors, the people that want to get it right. Let me tell you something. There's some of you, you can't take it any longer. There's been so much weight on you for that forgiveness. And when we lay hands and pray with you today, they're going to fall off like chains. And you're going to be delivered. And you're going to be set free. Why don't you forgive that ex, that ex-husband, that ex-wife. Go ahead and let them go. Why don't you go ahead and let that, that child that go that hurts you really, really bad. That mother or father that wasn't representing of Christ. Why don't you let them go today? Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you're visiting with us today, we're so glad that you're here. God bless you for coming. This is a little house talk, as you can see. Amen. But why don't you join in with us if you're visiting? and You can do that with us as well. And Just ask the Lord to forgive you today. And ask Him to come into your life and to save your soul. Wouldn't that be beautiful today that somebody gave their life to the Lord for the first time? Amen. Let's all stand. Let's all stand, please. Amen. Maybe there's somebody here today that you just need to go to them and say, you know what? I don't know what that is that happened to me that caused me to say something or do something, but I'm sorry. I can't. I've got to be Christ to, the, to, to everybody now. If that's you, go ahead. Talk to somebody. That's fine. If they're not here and you just want to release them, then you can just lift your hands to the, uh, today and say, this is a sign of releasing those people. They're no longer going to control me. I'm going to go ahead and let the Lord have his way and find forgiveness. Amen. That's it. That's your sign right there when you lift both hands like that, that I'm giving it all to him. Old things are passed away and all things become new. Yes, Lord. Amen. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Reconciliation. The Lord's reconciling himself to you today. This is the message. This is the message today. Glory. Amen. Find yourself praying. Find yourself worshiping to the Lord, talking to him. Old things are going to be passed away and all things become new today in your life. You see the arm coming out? <laughs> you see the arm stretching out? Amen. It's hard to keep it in when it's really, when you has it's hard to keep it in when something's happened. Something happens, you just want we're seeing tears and seeing people that are giving it up to the Lord. People walking up in the front of everybody to this altar and say, it's me, Lord. It's me. I've got to forgive. 
Forgiveness is going to change my life. Amen. Y'all sing. Go ahead. That's fine. Amen. Yes. Amen. you're just meditating on the Lord right now 
I want to conclude with something. Just listen, just, just briefly. You guys continue to sing. Your reset has taken place today when you forgave <laughs> because you confessed it with your mouth. So anytime the enemy today tries to come against you and make you think and believe that that's not you and you can't be forgiven, that's a lie from the devil. You've done it right here in this altar. It's that simple. It's that simple. It kind of slipped up on you today, but today is a new day, a new beginning, a reset. And it's happened today. If there's been a bad relationship, the Bible says that he took your sin and threw them as far as from the east to the west and remembers them no more. That's powerful. So you're not an ex-anything. You're not damaged goods. Do you hear me? The Lord just used all that. And he's going to use it for his glory because now you're smarter and you're braver. And you're more anointed. So every time the devil tries to make you feel like that you're less than, you know and identify that's the enemy of your soul. And you rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ, just like we told that man to do yesterday at work. You say, I rebuke you, spirit. I take authority. Because I was reminded of the word yesterday that old things are passed away and all things become new. So quit bringing it up. And then it's up to you to praise him in the morning, to worship when you get up. I don't know about you, but I've been getting really attacked in the middle of the night. It's, you know, when I get up, I just don't feel the same. I don't feel like worship. And that's when the Lord said, then this is what you do. You get up and you start worshiping me. That was the first scripture I was going to read in Psalms 100. And you go back to that and realize that when you get up in the morning, you begin to worship the Lord and worship him. And that's going to be the rewind and the reset for your day. And everybody said, amen. Oh, there's so many good things that have been taking place here today in the spirit. People have been set free. People have been forgiven things that have never, that you had never thought about forgiving. That's the Lord. Amen. Let's continue to worship right now and let him have his way. Minister one to another as the Lord leads you if you like. God bless you.